Producer Michael Miracle here, and before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to quickly invite you to join the I Work For Him Nation. Being a part of the nation is all about being Jesus in your workplace, because you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. So, head to our website, iworkforhim.com, and click on the nation flag, then prayerfully consider joining the nation. We'd love for you to join us in this workplace movement. Thanks again for listening. Here's today's podcast. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian Talk Radio. Hey, thanks for tuning in. I work for him this afternoon live on the radio right here in Tampa, but also online at letstalkfaith.com, iHeartRadio, Talk America Radio, and so many other platforms, including all the podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. However you want to hear I Work For Him, you can hear I Work For Him, and you can always check us out online at iworkforhim.com. That's iwork, the number four, him.com. Just keep in mind, every day we're talking about helping you and me connect what we hear on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. Now, I understand. Not all of you work nine to five. I get that. It's just a saying. But understand, we're, tra- we're, we're really trying to focus on subjects of helping you and I connect our faith to what we do in our work. And I'm not just talking to people that live in or work in an air-conditioned environment. I'm talking to people out there that are working in all kinds of environments. Because it, no matter what our job is, whether you're climbing a pole and hanging cable, or whether you're, you're out there cutting lawn, or whether you're you know, you know, fixing somebody's air conditioning in their attic somewhere in this country today, would that be a very difficult and hot job? Your job is important. Your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the place that you work, it's not by chance. The people that you work with, they, they need to meet Jesus. And you may be their only chance. You know, every day in the news, we hear about healthcare, 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 healthcare. How many of you, raise your hand if you're sick and tired of talking about healthcare? Here's the good news we don't need Congress to act because what we're going to talk about today is already in place. Healthcare costs are skyrocketing, so much for keeping your doctor and so much for your premiums going down. We've all seen a 100% increase in our monthly premiums as the government got involved to fix healthcare. And and don't blame this on one party or the other. They're all complicit because if one party puts this in place, the other parties have many, many opportunities to get rid of it. This is just another government power grab. But when they set it up, they excluded from the regulations Christian health sharing. That's what we're going to talk about today. That new approach it looks different. It feels different. It costs differently. Martha and I got tired of waiting for Congress to act, and I spent days exploring the world of Christian health sharing. I researched all of the players out there, and you know what I found? I found an Acts 2 model with all the members of a specific group sharing the needs of the others involved in that same group. Martha and I have realized thousands of dollars of savings in just the first year, and it's an amazing experience. Today, I'm going to introduce you to a new way to look at healthcare. For every one of us in our workplaces, we're all, some of us are going, but well, wait a minute, Jim, my employer provides health care for me. Does this apply? You just have to stay tuned to find out. I'm introducing to you today Samaritan Ministries. You can check them out online at SamaritanMinistries.org. And we've got Anthony Hop on the line with us today. He's the VP of External Relations. In other words, he gets stuck talking to radio guys like me all day long. Anthony Hop, welcome to I Work For Him. 
Good afternoon, Jim. Good to be with you. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time, and I know that was a long introduction, but this is a topic that is so near and dear to everybody that's listening today. We're mm-hmm. all so frustrated, and it is. It, it, I'm excited to be able to share what you guys are doing because after Martha and I got involved with your ministry as members of the healthcare sharing uh, ministry you call Samaritan, Samaritan Ministries, it's just it's been amazing to be a part of that. Okay. Yeah, you had a. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Jim. go. No, go ahead. I was going to say that was the perfect setup. I mean, the the uh, the complexities and just general ugliness of the landscape can be pretty discouraging. But as you say, healthcare sharing ministries have been one of the bright spots, actually, to see uh, the church actually be in the church and doing something about it. Well, and of course, you don't hear about it in the news, Anthony. That's not something I think I've ever seen on MSNBC. I've not heard about it on Fox News. Now, maybe you've been on Fox News, but I haven't heard it. I've missed those interviews. You know, it's not it's not on the mainstream media going, hey, by the way, somebody's already figured out the fix to this. It's called <laughs> Christian healthcare sharing. And of course, it that's for Christians because you guys actually have people sign a statement of faith and have a pastor verify that these people are involved in a, in a church before they become members. But how, let, let's just step back. I, I get way ahead of myself. All right. We've determined healthcare is broken. Any arguments there that healthcare is broken? No, sir. Yeah. I raised my hand actually when you said to put them up. My yeah. hand all up. right. <laughs> so what is healthcare sharing all about? It's simply crowdfunding for healthcare would be the simplest way to put it, but it's, it's followers of Jesus Christ coming together voluntarily to meet one another's medical needs, and not just the financial need, which is very important, but also to come together in community, praying for one another, sending cards and notes of encouragement, ministering to each other in uh, one another's times of need. So it's biblical community applied to healthcare, and it's all done without using insurance. Uh, as you know, members join and they pay. Instead of a monthly premium, they send a monthly share. And the twist is that the monthly share does not come to Samaritan's office, but rather I send my monthly share to another member who has a need. And in this way, I know exactly where my money goes. Uh, there's no question of how it's being stewarded. And I'm able to be in community with a brother or sister in Christ. Yeah, I think that's probably the highlight every month as I write the check. I'm writing into a different individual. And then Martha, who's got good handwriting, she writes the card, and she always puts a personal note in it that somebody can read. Because if I wrote it, people, it'd be nice, and I'd say something nice, but people would go, somebody wrote this from Russia, because I can't read this hand. I mean, so it, it's, it's bad. So Martha writes it. When, but that's the highlight. Every month we get to hear about this is what this family, I think we just, um, the check we wrote personally this month went to some young couple who had a baby. So that was totally cool. Okay. Hey, we're helping somebody deliver a baby and and that's really a neat opportunity. I think we need to explain how this works, but I I love your reference to Acts 2. I I like the reference to Acts 2. I mean, Acts 2 talks about that everybody came together. Nobody had a need that everybody was involved in the sharing. Samaritan Ministries is not just new as of the the beginning of Obamacare when they said, okay, healthcare, Christian healthcare sharing is allowed. Samaritan Ministries has been around a long time, hasn't it? It has. 1994, to be specific, is when we started sharing for the first time. 
And by God's grace, there's an exemption in the Affordable Care Act that allows for members to continue to share without penalty. But you're absolutely right. This was not reactionary to the Affordable Care Act. We were, we were doing that long before. And uh, we we're very excited that that exemption exists. But, um, you know, the whole time that we've had the exemption, the message has never been, here's an escape hatch, here's how you uh, get out of it. Instead, this is a way for you to exercise your faith and to live out your values. Well, and and let's just talk a little bit about this because every, you know, I have not had a need to share just yet. I mean, Martha and I, and that's one of the reasons why I was so frustrated with healthcare. Martha and I, our healthcare premiums had gone, health insurance premiums had gone up to like 1200 bucks a month and we're healthy. We haven't had, I, I'm not knocking on wood either because that's just so superstitious. We're healthy people and that was a $7,000 deductible. So we were paying you know, $14,000 a year, and it still included a $7,000 deductible for what? I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and so we we decided to do the research because we heard people talk about all the different players out there and several of our friends who are small business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, just a, a husband and wife couple said, hey, we, we went with Samaritan Ministries. So I checked you guys out versus all of your uh, the coopetition there in the Christian Health Share uh, Caring mm-hmm. Networks because you've got some coopetition out there. And mm-hmm. we just figured... I loved your mission. I loved your vision. I loved your values. And I love the fact that I had to have a statement of faith, that I had to show that I was actively involved in a church. I, I loved that. I mean, that was really, really cool. Yeah, that's exactly what all, all the members typically say. It's usually the financial part that gets their attention. They're just getting killed with the premiums and the deductibles. And I think your your situation is a common one where it's just not affordable and you can't continue doing it. And so you look at alternatives and then you find, lo and behold, here's something that uh, lines up with, with our values and we're able to actually be involved uh, and be engaged, make our own health care decisions, which we can certainly talk about as well later on. But that's another plus of being able to go where you want, get the treatment that you decide your family needs. Uh, and in addition to all of that, it's affordable. The, the affordability is kind of the icing on the cake. You have knowing where your money goes. You're not supporting things that are unbiblical and you're directing your own health care as well. How many families are now involved with Samaritan Ministries sharing health care needs across the country? Just a little bit under 70,000 households. That translates to about 235,000 individuals. And the amazing thing, Jim, is that you add all those shared up together, and it's about $25 million a month that's being shared person-to-person, household-to-household. That is an amazing 25. Did you say 25 million? Is that what you said? Uh, 25 million a month. That's right. Let me tell you why we're talking about this today. Every day on the news, no matter where you go, they're talking about healthcare, healthcare, healthcare. That's because our incredible Congress started messing with it. Really, they started trying in 94, but they finally succeeded in screwing up healthcare about eight or nine years ago. And they've all been threatening to fix it and make it better ever since then. But they can't seem, even though they've made promises, they can't seem to fix it. But all along, there's been a fix out there. Not a fix like a gambling fix. We're talking about a great solution to replace how you provide for health care for your family. As a Christ follower, you've got options out there. And the best one that I've, that Martha and I have researched and chosen was SamaritanMinistries.org. SamaritanMinistries.org. Anthony Hop, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thanks, Jim. So let's just, you know, every, you said every month is a little under 269 
No, this is 69,000 families participating with Samaritan Ministries, representing 235,000 uh, people, and over $25 million a month gets shared amongst all of those families for health care needs each and every month. How do I know if my bill's going to get paid? Because, I mean, you guys aren't... What you said at the beginning of the show probably racked people's minds, rocked their worlds, when you said, mm-hmm. we're not writing a check to Samaritan Ministries, we're writing a check to individuals. That's right. Yeah, it's a whole different animal, a whole different paradigm, and I think that's why uh, it gives people pause, and there's a little bit of reticence and skittishness. I certainly had it 20 years ago when I first heard of it. I thought, what on earth? And then once I understood it, I thought, there's no way this is working. And then even after I worked here for six months and I had my first medical need, I still was nervous in spite of the fact that I had seen it work for other members for six months when it came to my own family waiting to receive those checks from total strangers, I wondered if it was going to actually come through. And of course, we're probably not talking today if if I hadn't had a good experience, but it was at that moment when my family experienced their first medical need and these brothers and sisters in Christ, who I'll probably never know this side of heaven, stood with my family, and they not only sent their checks so I could pay the provider on time, but they included these cards and notes, and they said they were praying for us. And so many times there would be maybe a a scripture that they included that our family had been meditating on already, and they empathized and said, oh, our, our son had something similar to what your son is having. And just the sense of community was tremendous. It was at that moment that my wife and I became raving fans and said, this, this is it. This is what the church should be doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Which is why I want to make sure that we really talked about this today on the air, because so many people listening today, this is their first introduction to Christian health sharing, healthcare sharing. They, they've never even heard of this before. I mean, what I love best, as I said in the last segment, is I'm not writing a check to you guys. Now, I know once a year I write my check to you guys. And right. that's you guys do have some overhead. I mean, you've got people that are managing this, but one, it's only once a month that I'm once a year. Am I writing the check to you guys? Every other month, I know exactly where my check is going and how it's being spent because somebody already spent the money and I'm reimbursing them. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. For the first two months, when somebody is a member, they'll send it to the office. But every month after that, or every year after that. 11 months go directly to the, uh, a member, and then the other uh, the one month would go to the office. And it's important to underscore that there's no insurance at all, and that can be a little spooky at first. There's no underwriting. There's no actuarial tables. Uh, all throughout our materials, we indicate that, that people are not – there's no guarantee. And I think that's what gives people pause. They think, well, no guarantee. Well, the thing is, is that there, for over 20 years now um, – Believers have been doing this, successfully sharing one another's medical needs. And there's some accountability, by the way, to make sure that people send their shares. I think it's important at this point to mention that the sharing process itself is not a haphazard one where somebody has $50,000 in medical expenses, we pass the hat, cross our fingers, and hope enough is received. Instead, it's a very coordinated, specific uh, effort where uh, when a person has a medical need, we allocate or direct the right amount of members to send their shares to the person in need to make sure that all the money is received. So if the medical need happened to be $200,000, we ask the right amount of members to total the $200,000. And then on top of that, 
Uh, every member with the need has a checklist. They know in advance who is sending how much, and as the checks come in, you mark it off. You could do this on your iPhone, on your um, on your online account, or if you want to use a piece of paper uh, that we provide for you with all the names, you can do it that way. But either way, you are marking that you've received the share, and we do the follow-up with those people who haven't sent, and usually a very small percentage, maybe 4 or 5% that didn't send right away. Most of those people simply forgot. It's an oversight. We send a reminder to those members. The members take care of it. In the rare occasion that somebody is just negligent, we'll reassign that amount to another family the next month. So long way of saying, if somebody is negligent in sending, we make sure that that gets reassigned and that you're not left out in the cold. And then the practical motivation here, Jim, is that if you don't send your monthly share, you're out. And there's grace extended around that, too. Another neat aspect here is that we have a sponsorship program. When members get into some temporary financial trouble and they go through a sponsorship application, we actually have members who have agreed to send above and beyond their own monthly share to help their brothers and sisters in Christ when they are in trouble and can't pay their full monthly share in order that they can remain a member. So there's even an allowance when people uh, can't make that full monthly share. But the bottom line is that in order to be a member in good standing and have your own needs shared, you have to be sending your own share. Has a medical need ever not been paid by Samaritan Ministries? No, we have not. We have never uh, not shared what our guidelines say that we'll share. I mentioned the guidelines. Those are the, the specific details of what can be shared, what cannot. And basically, we are, just to give the one-sentence overview, it's new symptom-related medical needs that are over $300. Uh, so what is not shared would be yearly checkups, physicals, the routine care. Those are things that we can all plan for. They're right. not fun to pay for, but we can budget for those. <laughs> We're looking at those unforeseen. You don't plan on breaking your arm or getting cancer. And so uh, the medical needs that go over 300 that are new illnesses or injuries are what is shared. And usually what's behind that kind of question that you ask, Jim, is what happens with the really large? You know, if you have you been able to share everything, including the big ones, and and by God's grace, the answer is yes. Uh, there are at least a dozen medical needs that I know about that went over a million dollars and all were mm. shared. Uh, in the last 10 years, we've had uh, over 1,500, that's 1,500 medical needs that have gone over $100,000. So that gives you an idea of the, the scope that we're dealing with, not just the, the small needs that are shared, but also the exorbitant ones that are uh, over a million dollars. But what a cool ministry. I mean, not only are you, I mean, this is this is practical as ministry gets. I mean, it's when, when I, I'm just uh, reading the book of Acts right now, and when, when the disciples said, hey, we got to stop being in charge of waiting tables. We need to appoint seven godly people to manage the needs of the people in our church. I'm summarizing. And they appointed seven people, of which Stephen was one of them, and he got stoned for the deal, for his, his great service. But really, that's what they were doing. They were managing the, they were managing the, the health and, the, and the, the eating needs of those people in the organization that couldn't take care of themselves. I mean, that's, this is modeled really after the early church. It sure is. That's absolutely right. It's love and action. I was just uh, reading last week, going through Romans, and I was struck with uh, the second half of Romans 12, talks about love and action, and there were were all these little exhortations from Paul, and there were four or five of them that jumped out, and I thought, these are specific behaviors of Samaritan members. Uh, One of them was be devoted, 
to one another in love. Another one was be faithful in prayer, and that's an emphasis of Samaritan members. Another one was share with the Lord's people who are in need. Of course, we're sharing financially and in other ways, too. And then also rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. And your example of this month of sharing with a, a maternity need was an occasion for you to be able to rejoice with those who are rejoicing. So this is activity that Samaritan members get to do every single month. All right, so there's lots of people listening today that have regular 9-to-5 jobs, you know, quote-unquote 9-to-5 jobs. Nobody nobody works a 9-to-5 job anymore. They may work 9-to-5.30, but, you know, they're, they're, I mean, everybody works a lot of hours today. And, and most people, you know, 20 years ago, people, at least the employee got their full health care insurance paid for. But today, most, uh, most employees are subsidizing their health care insurance needs, and it's gotten expensive. And if they need to add a spouse because a spouse doesn't have, this number gets to be a big deal. Can somebody whose employer, who is, the employer's offering health insurance subsidization for the employee, can they stop taking that subsidy and, and join Samaritan Ministries? And can they become a member there? What does that look like for people? Well, they sure can. And we get reports of that all the time where members say, I was given the opportunity to take employer-provided insurance, and we decided not to. Uh, sometimes they just have to because it becomes a, a matter of cost, but we increasingly we get reports. In fact, um, I'm looking right now at a, a comment that we received from a member on July 7th, so just a couple weeks ago, or I guess over a week and a half ago, right. and uh, the quote exactly was, we recently changed jobs and had the opportunity to take medical insurance we prayed and discussed uh, this extensively, finding some scenarios that our insurance seemed to save us $1,000 a year. We settled in our hearts that the possibility of that loss would be worth it to remain in a community of love and trust with SMI, Samaritan Ministries, instead of lining insurance CEOs' pockets with this million-dollar bonus. So in this case, this family was going to actually uh, come out $1,000 in the hole, uh, which of course, is, I want to be clear here with everyone, this is not something that we uh, encourage or broadcast and say you, sh- you should forego the employer-provided insurance. This was, It was just on the family's heart that that's what they needed to do, but that's not atypical. We have a lot of families say, we love it so much, we love being part of this community of believers that even if our employer offers us insurance, we want to stay with Samaritan. Yeah, and you keep it pretty reasonable. Can we can we share on the air what your current uh, share pricing is for a month? Is that okay to do that? Of course. Go ahead. Yeah, a, a family of any size is four ninety five. So whether you have one child or fifteen children, uh, your monthly share is four ninety five. A two person family, and that can be a husband and wife or a parent and a child, would be four forty. And a single one person would be two twenty. So working backwards, two twenty, four forty, four ninety five per month. Yeah, and that and I know lots of families that have five and six kids. That's a great deal. I mean, literally, and, and even for the couples. I mean, literally, that it was one third the cost of our insurance. And again, the deductible. You don't. You've got. Well, let's just say, what what is the deductible? I mean, just talk about it really quick, really quick. Yeah, it's $300. We don't call it a deductible. Right, this is it's an not insurance. insurance. We, we, right. we just call it an unshared amount. The first 300 of each medical need is not shared. And a lot of times, uh, just through negotiated discounts, which we can talk about later if we want, that will cause the $300 to be gone. Any discount of 300 or more means that 300 I would have to pay is gone. All right, we're talking today with Anthony Hopp. He's the VP 
the Vice President of External Relations for Samaritan Ministries. Check him out online, SamaritanMinistries.org. I said it before the break, this is going to change your life. If you're a Christ follower involved in your church who are willing to abide and live by a specific lifestyle that doesn't involve drugs and alcohol addiction and you're not a smoker and you really want to abide by these things, make sure I said that all right, Anthony. Those are the things that they really have to abide by, right? (laughs) Right. We're looking for followers of Jesus Christ who can sign on a basic statement of faith, not drink to drunkenness, abstain from sexual activity outside of a heterosexual marriage, and... uh, yeah, being in community with other believers is important, too, and that's why we ask for the pastor's signature there to verify that. What about the smoking thing? I said smoking. That's part of it, too, wasn't it, or not? Yeah, regular tobacco use is not allowed. We allow for the uh, rare celebratory cigar when baby's born or you're going on a fishing trip with Dad. That's fine, but regular tobacco use is not. All right, and so those are the things. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to the show today and you're like, I don't know how long I can keep paying for my health insurance. This isn't health insurance. This is health care sharing. So pay attention to the details that Anthony and I go through today and check this out online at SamaritanMinistries.org. And when you do check it out, if you actually talk to somebody, make sure you tell them you heard about it on I Work For Him. Make sure you tell them that. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on I Work For Him. Very, very important. All right, Anthony, I said right before the break that we'd ask this question. There's a lot of people listening today that are going, hey, the biggest argument in this whole health care reform that we're hearing about in Congress is that uh, what what about the poor people with uh, pre-existing conditions? What are they going to do for health insurance? Pre-existing conditions tend to be a complication. How do you guys at Samaritan Ministries deal with people applying to be part of the health care share when they have a pre-existing condition? First, we need to start with our principle and philosophy about who is meeting our needs in the first place. And for Mm -hmm. Samaritan members, that's Jesus Christ. We believe that Jesus Christ is the provider of all of our needs, including the medical ones. So Samaritan is never meant to be a panacea or a silver bullet for every and all situations. This is simply one way that God uses. He sometimes uses his children to meet the needs of his children, and sometimes it's other means. And so that's thing number one. Thing number two is that Samaritan never uh, excludes anyone on the basis of health. No one is ever disqualified from joining based on a pre-existing condition. As long as you can sign the statement of faith, you're uh, regularly meeting with other believers, going to church, uh, and those those other uh, few things that we talked about just a minute ago, you're welcome to be a member. That said, pre-existing conditions have some limitations as far as how they get shared. If, uh, if somebody has a pre-existing issue, we're not going to require that our members send their shares to them. Uh, we're going to ask them, and I'll flesh that out uh, very briefly here. First of all, first of all, a simple economics issue in that there simply are not enough shares to take care of all the pre-existing conditions that come in. The monthly share would be exorbitant and uh, and not doable for uh, most families. Um, so. What we do is we let members know that there are pre-existing issues that members have, and we tell members that here is an opportunity for you to send above and beyond your monthly share to help with some of these pre-existing issues. Think of it almost as a pre- uh, free will offering. Mm-hmm. And many okay. members are in, the, in, in a uh, regular practice of sending additional amounts. The suggested amount each month is usually 20 or $25. And nobody is strong-armed or guilted into doing this. Uh, every member, all 70,000 households have the opportunity to send uh, over their monthly share. 
and in that way, those pre-existing issues uh, are helped. I just received uh, about uh, two weeks ago. We we uh, we get these letters all the time. So as I'm referencing them, you know, we have boxes full where members just uh, express their gratitude and joy of being part of this community of believers. This one was, uh, just to let you know, I have been so blessed by the care and concern of so many fellow Christians who have prayed for me as I try to keep up with life being so unbearable at times. And I want to pause here and say, in this case, this is the husband writing, his wife has passed away from cancer, and when they joined, the wife already had, she was already receiving treatment for cancer, and they, they uh, were aware that this medical need would be a special prayer need and could not be shared as the regular need. The letter goes on, the abundance of thoughts, prayers, cards, and concern comes from the hearts of all who have went over and above to help bear this burden of grief and the debt obligation. With all the graciousness of Samaritan members, the this, this special prayer need was $31,000 and has been met with $22,000 uh, remaining now of just 9000 So in this case, here was a medical need that was in full swing when they became members, and our guidelines are very clear that those those cannot be shared as a regular need, but as a special prayer need. And so this member was just expressing the thankfulness that members had stepped up above and beyond their regular commitment and shared additionally and taken care of about two-thirds of that. And uh, and as far as how much of it gets met in the long run, we don't know. We don't keep specific track on that. We just make the need known to members, and, and they're able to send above and beyond. But that's always uh, kind of startling for members, too, to realize, wow, I, I, I wasn't expecting any help with this issue that I was already dealing with, or maybe already have bills for. Sometimes members join and they have some bills from uh, a year or two ago, and the medical treatment has passed, but the bills remain, and mm. though they still find that they're able to, to receive some help through this special prayer need process. What a cool example of the church at work. You know, every day, Anthony, on I Work Rain, we talk about our workplaces and the impact our faith can make in our workplaces and, and healthcare has impacted every workplace in the United States of America. It, you know, when you look at the, the cost of health care, I mean, when they said in the Affordable Care Act, hey, you got to provide health care for anybody working 28 hours or more, then all of a sudden everybody started working 27 hours or more, or whatever it was, depending on states. In Florida, it was 25 hours. I mean, it impacted everybody, part-timers, full-timers. The Christian health care sharing that Samaritan Ministries is doing is so impactful. And I want that's why I want to make sure people hear about this. Because this is this is the body of Christ in action showing the world how different we are. I mean it it's it's like this glaring nuclear explosion of faith it that's saying, hey, by the way, we're taking care of the health and the health care needs of sixty nine thousand families for twenty five million dollars a month, as opposed to a regular health insurance company where I can't imagine what that number would be, but I'm guessing it's significantly more than that. Right, yeah, and in some way, Samaritan members, you know, we're all being part of the solution, I think. We're talking right. all, all the talk about health care reform. It doesn't come through regulations and mandates and insurance and taxes. It happens when we turn to the Lord and we obey His Word and we start thinking biblically about personal responsibility and free markets and what real charity looks like, not coercion. And so I, I think that excites me, the fact that we can actually do something about it and uh, start making a difference. Well, and you are making a difference, and I know that you're you're one of a few other healthcare sharing ministries out there, but those are impacting 
hundreds of thousands of people across the nation. So let me ask you a question. What about, there, there's a lot of small churches in the United States of America where really it's people meeting in small groups of 20 or less. I mean, the small church movement has exploded because of, let's just, let's just say it's exploded. Let's not say why. How do people, you know, and some of those small groups are led in the old church fashion, original church fashion, the, the early church fashion, where there's 20 people sharing the ministry of the word within the, the, the small group. How do people get a sign off from a pastor if they're not involved in a four walls church? That's perfectly fine. If they're assembling with the people of God, if they have, you know, if they have scripture and prayer and worship and maybe even the Lord's Supper as part of the, the elements of their gathering together, if there are two or more families represented, that's fine. That's, that's church. You're doing church. It doesn't have to be uh, a building with um, hundreds of families. So okay. in that case, you have the, the, the group leader or an elder or some, someone to whom you're accountable sign. That's what we're looking for. It's not an sure. official stamp of the pastor. It's you're doing life with somebody. You're uh, in community. You're known, and you're ministering to them. It's Hebrews 10.25 of not you know, forsaking the gathering and, and uh, giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. So there's just that importance to stay connected, and if that happens in the context of a house church, that's perfectly fine. All right, so I want to, I, I love that answer. That's fantastic. I just want to make sure I ask it, because my wife and I are involved in, in a couple of very small groups, and we're also involved in a church, but we've often thought, I think the experience that's more powerful for us, is it's great going to church, but the most powerful experience we have is in our small group. That's where we experience more of the movement of the Holy Spirit because it's, it's all of us living in community together. All right, so that's another subject for another day. As a healthcare sharing member, a member of SamaritanMinistries.org, again, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Anthony Hopp, VP of External Relations from Samaritan Ministries. I'm really a cash-paying customer at my doctor's office. If I've got a, a procedure to be done or I've got an appointment to be made, I go to them. How do how does this differ than me if I had insurance? Explain how it's going to work a little bit. Well, you're going to be engaged, and it's going to be a lot of good news as a Samaritan member, actually. We're accustomed with insurance that we go in, slap down the card, and that's it. We never see the bills. We're not engaged, and that's actually part of the problem. As a Samaritan member, your cash pay, your bill directly, there is a card that explains what Samaritan is and that you should be billed, that you're going to receive help from other people. But you don't have the encumbrances of insurance. And frankly, it's a relief to a lot of providers. And thinking of a recent example of a friend who went to his doctor for a checkup and he had listed five or six things, a list that he brought with him. He wanted to bring up these items to the doctor. He gets out his list and the doctor put up his hand and said, well, we can't talk about this. You'll have to make another appointment because I have to code it for the insurance differently. My friend reminded his doctor, hey, I'm paying you in cash. I'm part of Samaritan. And the doctor's face lit up and said, oh, that's right. We can talk about anything you want to. That's, that's a pretty sad state of affairs when uh, there's something in between the, the doctor and the patient and they can't have a relationship and the doctor is somehow limited in what kind of care he can give his patient. So as cash pay patients, um, nobody's involved. It's between the doctor and patient, which is how it should be. And the beauty of it is they're usually cash pay prices at a doctor's office for an office visit are significantly less than a than a bill your insurance for the visit because they have to wait sometimes six months for it. I mean, it's we we find our office visits are half the price because we're paying cash. I mean, it's amazing. That's, 
Yeah, that's exactly right. And we have uh, some folks who are committed to helping with that whole process of bill negotiation, and we walk with the members through that. We don't uh, leave members on their own. Uh, we, we are offering education and resources. Uh, we have recently opened up some new resources to our members, Healthcare Blue Book, similar to Kelly Blue Book for cars, but for healthcare, where you're able to not only get fair pricing, but also quality ratings. Who, who are the highly rated physicians and providers in my area, and, and who has the best deal? It's amazing the disparity that exists in, in healthcare. And so our members are becoming better and better stewards and consumers because they're paying attention, they're engaged, they're just not going to, going anywhere, they're doing a little bit of research, still having complete freedom and liberty to choose where they want to go, but they're being smart about it. Well, and, and as you said earlier, when a bill comes out, if they're trying to bill you at insurance rates as opposed to cash pay rates, you've got the ability to negotiate down and you're saying you'll help. I mean, sometimes you got to say, hey, um, I'm cash paying. Oh, you mean I don't have to wait six months to get paid? Well, here's the price. Because a lot of these doctors have been abused by the system and they build in extra because they know they're not going to get paid for months, if ever. Yep, that's exactly right. We're talking today about a ministry that I'm just now mentioning for the first time on I Work For Him, Samaritan Ministries, samaritanministries.org. You know, I got to give a shout out to our friends, Dan and Stacy, who introduced us to Samaritan Ministries. Boy, I just thought about the fact that, uh, Anthony, I'm not sure I give them credit when I apply. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. Um, uh, we're talking today with Anthony Hopp from Samaritan Ministries. He's one of the vice presidents of external relations. Anthony, this is such a new concept, but it's so exciting that Christ followers can save on their health care by sharing with other Christ followers in an Acts 2 fashion, an early church fashion. It's so cool. Can you share some of the stories? I know, I know you're one of your external, your, uh, your uh, press person put together a bunch of a, compil- a compilation of stories. I don't have a hard time saying this. Share some of these cool stories. Yeah. I'll, I'll share three very brief ones, and we could right. certainly tell a bunch of ones where the medical need was thousands or millions of dollars. Those get kind of uh, tedious after a while because it's the same thing. They had a lot of needs, and all the checks came in. So I'll focus here the power of prayer and and, uh, and community. One was a uh, from just a couple weeks ago. I'll just read it. My June share was for a lady that lives up the road from where I work, so I tried dropping off her check in person, but she was not home. I sent it in the mail the next day with a note providing my phone number if she'd like to meet. We did so and had a fantastic visit. We talked nonstop for two hours and decided to save more Jesus stories and life experiences for our next visit. She was 65 in December, and I was 65 in March. It was a joy to actually meet someone in person with whom you have given a check to. So cool that 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 happens, uh, you know, incidentally. Usually when you're sharing, as you know, Jim, it's not uh, geographically uh, specific. Usually my share that I'm sending is somewhere besides uh, local. But in this case, it just so happened that the person was in the same town, and so they actually uh, got together. Another uh, example here is just the power of prayer. A a member had, had reported that they had a cancerous tumor that was found in the wife's colon, they prayed that the Lord would dissolve the tumor. The doctor went in to remove the tumor, and he said he was having a hard time getting it out because it began dissolving in his hand before his eyes. Oh. And we, we, we receive reports of the Lord miraculously. He's Jehovah Rapha, and he heals, and our members testify to that healing. Finally, an example here of um, we talk about rejoicing with those who rejoice and mourning with those who mourn. 
Well, the Hutchinsons had cause to mourn because uh, Tanner and Sarah Hutchinson had a precious baby girl, Isley, and she was born prematurely uh, a couple years ago, and she battled a serious chromosomal problem for 12 days, and then she went to be with the Lord. And understandably, Tanner and Sarah are, are wrecked, and they're grieving, and Sarah later told the story that she was really struggling with her faith one night and as she was driving home, and she's crying out to God and praying and just those gut-level psalm prayers of, Lord, you feel so far away, and if you love me and hear my prayers, would you please send me a sign to let me know that you're here and you're with me? And when she got home, she pulls uh, out of the mailbox, goes to get the day's mail, and Samaritan members, of course, were sharing in this in this need. And there's a note from a Samaritan member, but there's also a cross-stitch cloth that had Isley's name on it with a flower. And immediately Sarah took that to be from the Lord. And since then, she's grown to be able to counsel other other people uh, who have lost children. And so just an example of Samaritan members standing uh, being obedient to the Lord, of, of sensing the Lord wanted uh, them to send that cross-stitch flower with Isley's name on it, and what a blessing it was uh, to Sarah to, to have that, and consequently to be part of her healing uh, in order to, uh, through her grief, reach out to other families and minister to them. And every month you highlight stories like that in your newsletter that goes out with the share amount. I mean, that's so powerful. Anthony Hopp, it's phenomenal to be part of your ministry. It's phenomenal to be part of Samaritan Ministries, sharing in healthcare needs across the country with other Christ followers. It's an amazing ministry. I hope we get to talk lots more about this. But Anthony Hopp, thanks so much for being on I Work for Him today. My pleasure, Jim. It was good to be with you. All right, make sure you guys check out SamaritanMinistries.org. This is going to shift the paradigm of thought in Christ followers across the nation as we can share. We can join together with other Body of Christ members in sharing our health care needs outside the insurance companies, with the insurance companies being forced to provide things that we don't agree with, like abortion and, and other things. Christian healthcare sharing is designed to share needs that are biblically sound. And we do it with other Christ followers in supporting with letters and prayers and other things. And it's save, it will save you money. It's amazing, but it's not just about the money. It's about the ministry. SamaritanMinistries.org. SamaritanMinistries.org. Make sure you tell them that Jim from I Work For Him sent you. SamaritanMinistries.org. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace, you know it's my mission field, but ultimately... I work for him.